Welcome to the S-Files, sponsored by Serve Wisconsin, Wisconsin's National Community Service Board. I'm your host, Kyle Flower, Communications and Government Affairs Officer for Serve Wisconsin. S-Files is your look into the impacts and stories of AmeriCorps members and volunteers serving throughout the state of Wisconsin. Each episode, we'll be digging into their service stories, or S-Files, to learn about the people and programs whose service is meeting critical needs across Wisconsin and enriching the lives of the people and communities they serve. In this episode, we'll be speaking with Lisa Pinnerman, who was recognized with the COVID-19 Response Service Award at the 2021 Governor Service Award for her AmeriCorps service with Be Well Fox Valley while serving at Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin. So thanks so much, Lisa, for your service and thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here today. Well, Lisa, could you start off by telling us a little bit about what your day-to-day service looked like at Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin? All right. With joining Be Well, Fox Valley and AmeriCorps, I was looking for new networks to get out into the nonprofit organizations. My service time was spent at Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin in Appleton, Wisconsin was my office. And um, my day-to-day jobs um, services would be food share outreach, assisting individuals with the county consortiums, applying for food share. I also did order review for our food pantries. Feeding America has 35 counties in Wisconsin that we service and about 180 food pantries. So I would verify order review, making sure that they didn't overorder for their pantry size. And then I also worked with farm-to-family food distributions for COVID. It was a government-run organization for that. We, speaking of myself and my coworkers, we had food distribution in Oshkosh, Menasha, Green Bay, and Appleton. So it was a very busy time in my life this past year at Feeding America, but it was very enjoyable. I enjoyed feeding the people. So That's wonderful. And then I know a big part of the COVID response that you were part of was assisting with mobile food drives. So can you tell us what your roles were with these different drives and then where they are being located throughout all the different uh, Feeding America's service locations? Sure, absolutely. However, right now with, with the COVID, it's, it's been a little scarce with more of the food drives. Besides the farm to family, which has ended at the end of May, we continue to do some of the food uh, mobile food pantries Last week, we were in Sturgeon Bay handing out food, and tomorrow we'll be at J.J. Keller handing out at a mobile food drive there. We also go up to Florence County and Vilas County helping out up there with their food drives. So, But the majority of the ones over the last year were in the Valley area that we worked with. And so how were those working, and what were you doing? Were people just pulling up and stuff was getting put into their cars, or how did that work? Uh, definitely. So what uh, my role was with the farm family food drives was uh, helping the, uh, assisting with the volunteers to making sure everybody was in the right space. And then we also had to put out cones so people would drive up and, and go into lanes. So I made sure, you know, everything was set for when the food drives would actually start at the, at the time. And how many were you all doing per week, roughly? Uh, the farm to family? Yeah, just any of them are any of those mobile food uh, pantries that people were getting food from during COVID. Three to four a week, yes. So it, it was very busy, but it was just it just made me feel really good, and it made the volunteers feel good um, seeing the clients come through. And a lot of them were were regular clients coming through, and some would bake cookies for us. Yes, it was it was just amazing. And our last mobile in Menasha, my coworker and I dressed up as reindeer and we had Santa music playing and, you know, just get people on the spirit. So it was really fun. It was, it was a good time. That's wonderful. And it's 
trying to find that way when, for safety's sake, people couldn't come in directly to the pantries to pick up food, but make it a way to when there was this growing food need that people were still able to receive the food they needed. Definitely. Yes. I know with the increased demand that the food pantries are facing, that another role you had was doing the pantry order review to kind of make sure stuff all got in the right place. So you tell us a little bit about that and then anything you're able to like find or catch during that review process. During the review process, I I would see like if, if pantries ordered like 3,000 pounds of bananas, which usually doesn't happen, then I would call the pantries just to make sure that, that their order, you know, we'd change their order to make it correct. Um, that was the biggest. I know prior to me doing that, uh, doing that assignment, my coworker would email the pantry. But when I took over, we, I called the pantry instead of having emails go back and forth. So that was a, a, a great progress with the order review. That's great. And then you mentioned a little bit about people receiving food share benefits. So on top of helping with the food distribution through the pantries and the order of use for the different pantries. I know you're helping people access food share benefits. And can you tell us like, how you're helping people, including some maybe creative ways that you helped reach out to folks during COVID-19 when certain locations were open and certain were closed? Oh, most definitely. So food share outreach, um, what I would do is I call clients or from our food pantries, um, not just from the food pantries, from our, also from our helpline with the, with the state to see if they're interested in applying for food share and or state health care. Some ways that I found was interesting is going to going to places like laundromats, gas stations, just dropping off food share flyers, even like low income housing. Um, a lot of our mailings are to low income housing, the ADRCs, energy services, anywhere that people um, are looking for services. Two one one. Actually, I was up in Sturgeon Bay last or two weeks ago at a, a meeting with a pantry, and I stopped at a motel. Um, I know a lot of motels have people that are in need of food food stamps. So that was a new something new on my list that I started was going to the, the motels and dropping off food share flyers. I think that's a huge idea because there are certain places where you can find people in those traditional locations, but at right. those motels or at a laundromat or at a convenience, like that's where people are going to be going that may need it. And if they see it there, it's just as effective if they see it anywhere else. Right, right. So it, it was a good trip up there. And then could you tell us about, I think you mentioned doing some stuff with some consortium calls. So what were you doing on those calls? Oh, sure. With the consortium. So what I would do is I would assist the client getting connected with the county and the consortium and um, introduce myself as long as the, as well as the client to let the county worker know if they wanted food share or health care and which county they're in the, the county they're in because the state of Wisconsin has different consortiums. So it depends on what county they're in, go to that consortium. So it's more advocating for the client. And then Lisa, you mentioned this briefly at the top, but why did you decide to serve with AmeriCorps? I went to UW uh, Fox Valley and UW Oshkosh um, for college and I graduated in 2014 and I had heard about AmeriCorps, didn't really know too much about it. For some reason, I stumbled over it. I don't know how, um, but I believe it was, was, was my higher power bringing me to, to signing up and working for Feeding America, Eastern Wisconsin. And I heard that the, the, the people, you know, the, the co-workers had a really nice sense of, of, of loving and togetherness. And that's what I want, always wanted in, in, in my career. And just knowing that you have people to bounce back on. Always that'll be there and have your back. And I knew it was the right time, even though it was it's more of a volunteer and you get a, a stipend, a housing stipend. 
and part of you know your college tuition paid for. For me, it was is warming my heart. It, yes, it was a, a long year not getting a, a regular salary, but it made me and myself feel better about me serving others that are needed. That's wonderful. And then so looking back at that time, what were some favorite memories or stories from your service last year? Oh, let's see. My favorite, I have a couple favorite memories and favorite stories. One of them is when my coworker and I dressed up as a reindeer at um, Calder Stadium in Nina or Menasha. One of my biggest memories is working at Farm to Family in Wapaka, Wapaka County. And this gentleman came through on a bicycle looking for a box in the winter, a box of food. And it just, it was, it, was a, it was a favorite memory because he was so thankful. I do have a story about food share outreach. I had a gentleman, I called a gentleman about food share and he was not sure he was going to even get it. And he, when I called him, he started crying on the phone. He was homeless. Thanked me up and down for calling him to a system uh, for food share and he he received the, the max amount, which was for a single person at that time was $250 with the COVID. And he just said, you know, thank the Lord that you're in my life for helping me. It, it just, it's a small story, but it's a huge story in my heart. No, and it's, that's such just a huge impact that when you can have that large change on one person's life just to help them get by, especially in such a tough time. It's so wonderful. Right, right definitely. And so, Lisa, you were honored last year with the COVID-19 Service Award, the Governor's Service Awards. How, what was kind of your reaction to that? Did you know that was coming? Was that a complete surprise? It was a complete surprise until about a month prior to me receiving the award. I had no idea Amanda and Cassie were thinking about anything. I, I had no idea. I just plugged away at work and did all my what I needed to do, stepped in, was a team player, and... Amanda sent me an email one day, I think it was like a month prior, and she, you know, she mentioned that I, I was nominated. And I'm like, what? Really? Me? <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I was very, very thankful. It, it made a lot. It made a very big impression in my life. Um, AmeriCorps has, has been amazing. Well, congratulations, and thank you so much for your service during that. I mean, there were, was it, hundreds of mobile food pantries happening and thousands of review orders happening. A huge <laughs> impact for folks up in northeastern Wisconsin on their ability to receive food during the pandemic. Right, definitely. And thank you very much, Kyle. And then, Lisa, I know you've mentioned that you are still at Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin. So can you explain what are you doing since the end of your AmeriCorps term there? And then how do you think your work's been impacted by your AmeriCorps service? Yes, I was hired on at Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin on September 1st, 2021. My role has not changed too much. A few different things. I am not doing order review now with the food pantries. That was always done at noon. So I always had to be at the computer at noon. So this this way, it gives me more time to build in, in the field and working with with individuals. So the majority of my time is spent doing food share outreach right now. And then also the consortium calls with the clients, but I'm also a member service coordinator. Uh, my, that's my new title. I do, uh, I work on site visits per Feeding America and for, you know, the USDA, we have to do site visits. However, right now we're not really doing them in person yet due to the COVID. So we, I, I do emails. I email the client or the pantries and then um, statistics. I do. I work on quarterly statistics with the pantries. Um, they send in how many people they 
they serve for every three months. So, and I'm getting more involved in the member services part of my position, which I'm excited about. Um, I would like to get up and go to more pantries, but until the, the COVID ends, if it ever will, let's see, being with AmeriCorps has given me the opportunity to, to work with people that I never thought I'd be working with. I really thought I was going to be in a different field at this stage of my life, but with AmeriCorps and just guiding me in this way just made me be able to share my life and my strengths with people that are in need of, of, of assistance. And then Lisa, just thank you so much again for joining us today and taking some time out of your day as you are out on location uh, today. So thank you so much. Yes. Thank you, Kyle. I appreciate your time. Thank you, AmeriCorps, for, for what you have blessed me. Great. And thank you so much. And we look forward to the continued impact you're going to have through your work now with that's now continuing at Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin. Yay. Yes. Feeding America Eastern Wisconsin is amazing. Thank you. And thank you again to Lisa for letting us dig into our S-file and giving us another story we can file under service. Thank you for tuning in to the S-Files podcast, produced by Serve Wisconsin. I'm your host, Kyle Clower. Your producer is Serve Wisconsin intern, Anna Daniker. And as always, a big thank you to everyone that serves here in Wisconsin. Remember, the S and S-File stands for service, and you are the reason we have so many great stories to highlight. Tune in next time for another page pulled from the S-Files.